Stephen Porges, a psychiatry professor and neuroscientist at the University of Illinois at Chicago, believes the key to our psychological development as human beings lies not solely in our brains, but below them, along the nerve that serves as the two-lane racetrack for the signals that zip back and forth between our brains and the rest of our bodies. He focuses on the tenth cranial nerve, known as the vagal nerve, a strip of fibers that originates in the medulla oblongata, a part of the brain stem, and winds around the most important parts of our bodies, from the head and throat to the lungs, heart, and digestive system. It's like a miniature speedway running around our most vital organs. Not very many people understand the crucial role it plays in our decisions. Porges began his doctoral research on this neural racetrack during the late 1960s, just as the discipline of psychology was splintering. Some researchers were advocating psychotropic drugs, while others were preoccupied with death. Porges joined the Society for Psychophysiological Research, a relatively obscure cluster of practical-minded academics who wanted to combine psychology and physiology. The dream of this group's members, including Porges, was to improve our understanding of human behavior by monitoring people's bodies in real time. They were frustrated by the increasing reliance on subjective questioning and self-reporting, and they had limited interest in having patients lie on sofas and talk about their childhood three times a week. Instead of trusting the words that came out of patients' mouths, these researchers wanted to test the changes in patients' bodies. As Porges explained it to me, the goal was to understand patients' psychological states without having to talk to them. Porges decided to study the heart. He thought the high-speed nerve connections between our brains and hearts were central to understanding human emotion. He wanted to prove he could assess our psychological health simply by measuring the changes in our heart rates to the nearest millisecond. He envisioned that future psychologists might diagnose and even predict mental orders simply by timing the hearts of their patients. Like many genius insights, Porges's ideas seemed downright crazy at first. Why would tiny changes in our heart rates matter to our mental health? Yes, our hearts beat faster when we are agitated and slower when we are calm, but we barely perceive any of that. The variance is a fraction of a second, and although it's interesting to know that our heart rates go up when we inhale and down when we exhale, it doesn't affect our sanity or emotional health. Our heart rates vary, but the changes don't suddenly make us go crazy. Try it. Breathe in and out. In, out. In, out. You can't feel that your heart is speeding up when you breathe in and slowing down when you breathe out. But it is. Nor will you feel more or less manic or depressed. Because you aren't. So what was Porges thinking? Before Porges wrote his dissertation on heart rate variability and reaction time, Research on the topic hadn't progressed much since Charles Darwin, over a hundred years ago, speculated, based on the earlier writings of French physiologist Claude Bernard, 
that human emotional states might be driven by a rapid-fire brain-heart feedback loop. Just as Darwin anticipated so many later discoveries in other areas, he suggested in one passage that the vagal nerve, then called the pneumogastric nerve, was a road carrying signals from the brain to the heart and back. As Darwin wrote in 1872, When the mind is strongly excited, we might expect that it would instantly affect in a direct manner the heart, and this is universally acknowledged. When the heart is affected, it reacts on the brain, and the state of the brain again reacts through the pneumogastric nerve on the heart, so that under any excitement there will be much mutual action and reaction between these, the two most important organs of the body.